Hello, so welcome to episode number 27 of The Space in Between. And today we're going to look at a new tool. Uh, we spoke with Karina a couple of weeks ago and she shared something that she was working with and I picked it up and I've been working with it. So I wanted to kind of report back to you all and uh, share my experience and maybe it's something that you can use too. Um, but before we get there, uh, this past weekend was quite special, I have to say. I got to do everything that I love in terms of work stuff. Um, Friday, I, let's see, what did I do? Friday, I met with Samantha, um, one of our nomad teachers, Samantha Fulton. She just opened up her own physical therapy practice and um, continuing on with her yoga practice. Uh, so I went to visit her in her new space and she gave me uh, an amazing Thai yoga massage. So thank you, Sam, if you're listening. And we also recorded another podcast. So she was on a while back and we wanted to follow up with her and see what shifted and changed um, as she transitioned out of this space or maybe into the space in between. So I got to meet with her and then I went to Namastasis and I got to move around with some awesome people there uh, for Movement 109. We had a really awesome turnout. Some place, people that had been practicing this with me for a little bit of time, a lot of new faces too, which is awesome. A lot of smiling faces when they left and uh, my friend Margot Berwin, who was on here last week, uh, she came up and she did some tarot readings, which was really super fun to have her. And um, yeah, that was just Friday. And then this past weekend, we had our very first tribe training. So I've been telling you about this, our new nonprofit, um, bringing the tools of yoga to the military community. So we had an, a really great group. We had a nice mix of yoga teachers and then active duty, and then people who are um, somewhat related to the military community, a couple of military spouses and families of military. So we had such a nice mixture of of people who are passionate about giving the tools uh, of yoga and mindfulness to the the military community so um, yeah that was awesome um, working with two nomad teachers Amy Getzmeyer who will be on here soon in a couple of weeks and then Jessica Bugby Poro who has been on here a couple of times already so yeah, our little nomad tribe is doing awesome things and yeah, today I've been a little bit tired just because of all of the amazing stuff we're doing. I just need a little downtime, but that is not stopping me from speaking with you all. <laughs> um, yeah, and if you want to be a part of our Nomad Tribe, we have a number of things coming up. Um, actually, I'm taking a little bit of a hiatus in terms of teaching, so I'm going to do a little bit of traveling in the next month or two, but I will let you know when you can join me in the more immediate future. But in the longer run, we have a couple of teacher trainings coming up in the fall, so I will be leading a 200-hour for a Nomad 200-hour and beyond training this fall. I think I've been kind of hinting at it. I am 
I know I keep saying it each break, but I've been uh, having delayed meetings and I promise it is scheduled. It is not going to be rescheduled. So I will have a lot new information. Um, maybe even by the time you get here this, I might have it up on the website. Um, we have a meeting tomorrow morning. So, um, but I'll definitely have some information up on the website by the time you hear this. And, um, yeah, so if you're interested in becoming a yoga teacher, uh, we have our first two Nomads 200 Hour and Beyond, and you can find out what that means at our website. And also looking to travel, we have our retreat in Belize in November 17th through the 22nd with Becca Roberts, who owns Namastasis. We will be co-teaching this retreat. I'm excited to go back to Belize on our own little private island and share that time with Becca. And uh, yeah, it'll be an awesome time. And then also we just finalized our information with Bali. So we will be going back to Bali in March 2020, March 1st through, I believe, the 10th. That will be up on the website this week as well. So um, yeah, and oh, also I will be leading a 300 hours. So if you're already a yoga teacher, I will, I think it's safe to announce too, I'll be leading a 300 hour teacher training at Riverstone Yoga this fall. Uh, that information won't be out right away, but you can, I'm just planting the seed for those of you who are ready to take your teaching to the next step. So yeah, so that's what's happening. Um, yeah, and so what I want to share with you all today is this tool that Karina was talking about. She was calling, I can't remember exactly what she called it, but we've been calling it the pattern book. And it's just another way of journaling, you know, and what, um, I'm not sure if, you know, if you all out there journal at all, or if you have some sort of specific technique, but what I tend to do, I've been writing in journals, I think my most of my life. I can, I, I lost them a while ago back, but I did have journals all the way back to middle school um, for a long period of time. So I know I've been writing since then, and I'm sure I had diaries with the little locks um, in, in elementary school. So that it's always been very important to me. It's definitely been a source of therapy over the years. And but uh, Karina introduced a new way of how she was sharing. She was journaling and I thought, ooh, this is interesting. So what she shared with us a couple of weeks ago was um, just simply writing down patterns that she was noticing, you know, um, thought patterns, emotional patterns, uh, behavioral patterns. And um, and not really analyzing it, just putting it somewhere in a book and looking at it and, you know, taking a little bit of time to reflect upon it and just watching how it shifts. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting because the way that I usually write is I analyze and get into the story of it and, you know, talk about this time and how it relates to this other time back in my past or how I want it to, you know, catapult myself somewhere in the future and, you know, kind of all over the map in terms of time, but, uh, and really just analyzing it and getting very emotional, you know, with it. I, you know, definitely, and I have pages where I'm sure there were tears on it and like, you know, scribble, um, because it's very emotional. 
Uh, but I thought, oh, this is a really kind of interesting way to take the story out of it and just label things as they are. So I've been doing it. I actually started it on my birthday, April 10th. So I've been doing it for about, I guess, 20 days. Um, not every day. I just, whenever I acknowledge something that I'm like, oh, here's something. I want to put it somewhere. <laughs> I write it down in this um, little De decomposition book, you know, those little decomposition books that they have at the store, um, little spiral bounds, you know, lined notebook like you had in, in grade school, but this one's a little smaller and kind of a little artsier. But I just write down um, bullet points uh, of the pattern that I'm recognizing. So, you know, this was, you know, relationship patterns that I've been noticing of myself, um, relationships with myself, um, patterns, you know, um, conversations that I have um, in my mind. And let's see what else. My relationship with money, um, past romantic relationships, and also my relationship uh, uh, with expectations. So patterns of expectations. Um, what else? That's sort of it. Um, so again, as, as things come up, you know, I just have been writing down these little bullet points of, oh, I'm noticing this and not getting wrapped around the story. And this actually reminded me, um, of the exercise I shared with you all way back in September when we first started this from my teachers, uh, Elizabeth Bell, Andy's Bell and, uh, Bruce Bell, uh, they're here and now I'm feeling. And this was really about observing, observing sensation in the body and just a being really truly the observer and not getting wrapped up in the story of it, of just noticing what you notice in the body. And at it, as you notice, right, we bring, we bring a light to it and watch it shift and change, right, without reacting to it or, again, putting the story on it. And so this this book sort of is the same thing for me um, and pro possibly you too of, you know, putting it somewhere, giving it a name, but not wrapping around the story, right, because this is something of my past of acknowledging a pattern, but then also writing out the whole story of why I'm entangled in that pattern, right? So in, for instance, you know, a pattern of um, abandonment, which we talked about with Karina, um, I, I know, I'm noticing these patterns of abandonment and how it kind of goes back and forth with um, this, what I explained in the story that I, or in the podcast that I shared with her was, you know, my, my version of abandonment was um, very unpredictable. You know, with my father, he was either really super loving and, and affectionate, and then he went from like that to um, neglectful, not even being physically present or even being physically, um, uh, not, he wasn't abusive to me, I, but I saw abuse. Um, but, uh, you know, just rage, you know, he was very angry and rageful, full of rage. Uh, so there was this sort of unpredictability in the abandonment. I never knew when it was coming. And, um, so that's something that I've noticed in my past, in my past too, with relationships of this sort of presence and absence and presence and absence. So, 
Um, so yes, in my past and the journal, I kind of write all about that, right? And I'm just painting the picture for you today. But in the book, I just simply watched, you know, watch what the pattern was, how it was showing up in my life now and just saying, okay, they go away, they come back. Um, and I sort of just write out the facts bullet by, by bullet point. What is the fact of what is happening right now? And sitting with it maybe walking away from it for a day or so, and then coming back and then acknowledging if something has shifted. Um, it could be a day, it could be a couple of days. I've been noticing, you know, I did this, I'm looking at my calendar, my little um, book here now, and I probably wrote a few times a week. I didn't write every day. But I have noticed as I've been looking back of how things have already shifted. Like I'm looking at what I wrote about abandonment on April 10th and I'm like, I don't even really feel attached to that. And I know that prior I would have been super attached to it. Um, because giving it the name, this is what I'm really recognizing in here and now I'm feeling and this exercise is giving it the uh, an actual name to it without the story wrapped around it loses its power, right? So putting a name to it sort of first identifies it and then the stories that have already been like intertwined with it over the years is no longer intertwined with it because it's just a separate entity, right? Because we don't have the stories or the emotions or the thoughts around it. It's just, oh, here's this thing. And it's, it's already setting it outside of that, that pat, those past experiences. And somehow it's, I'm noticing that it's losing its power. And it's almost like, if I don't name it, it's sort of lurking in the shadows, like, ha, 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 you don't know who I am. You don't know where I am. But putting it in this book, right, we kind of said this with Karina, is like she said, I just want to put it down somewhere. And so it is it's like just setting it down or labeling it and going, okay, here it is. And then it's basically turning a light onto that that thing that has been lurking in the in the shadows even though you know it's there but you don't quite know what it is <laughs> right it's like turning the lights on and going ha there you are and um <laughs> and then yeah it sort of scurries away and i'm sure definitely i know that i'm not naive i know that this has only been 20 days <laughs> so i'm sure these patterns will show up again but what I'm feeling is that my feelings around it are changing. And, you know, things that used to trigger me are not triggering me as they used to. And I won't say that this was like all, you know, rainbows and butterflies this past few weeks. You know, I definitely put things down in here. Uh, and then I had a week of very intense, intense work. I, I think I might have done a Facebook or Instagram post on this but you know so I started this April 10th and then I think it was April 13th just shit was hitting the fan you know not in my life my life was actually pretty good I was like stressing out about taxes <laughs> um, but I was just running into friends that were going through really heavy stuff and it was a lot of the really heavy stuff that I had been through in my past. And it was almost like universe going, hey, do you remember this? How do you feel about it? Are you identifying with it? And, you know, so it was first a reflection of 
um, my own stuff, right? But then it was also um, a pattern of what I used to do is, you know, when somebody came to me with with something they were going through, I just enveloped it. You know, I enveloped them and just was like, hey, I'm going to take over this and I'll help you and, you know, sort of put my whole needs and wants and, and life aside so that I would just be the caretaker for them. And this time it was a bit challenging because, you know, I felt for them, you know, first of all, I'm, you know, care about my friends and don't want to see them in pain. And, and then I have this other layer of, I actually know what they're going through to a certain extent. I mean, everybody's story is different, but I have a really pretty good sense of what they're going through. Um, so then I just even want to hold them closer even more. Um, but then I realize like, this isn't, it's not healthy. This is also not my story anymore. And for me to release it from my own, um, my own experience and my own, my own story, right? I've got to start to loosen the grip and it was not easy, right? I, you know, definitely learning how to hold space rather than holding the whole container, um, being the container, I guess I can hold the space, but I don't have to be the container if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, so that week was just very intense and it was just like every single day there was somebody else in my life coming to me and saying, you know, uh, you know, putting like I could see the weight was carried on their shoulders and um and I think Friday was a very that Friday was a very emotional day for me. I was just crying all day and didn't know what to do with it all and then I had a very close friend, you know, who was texting with me randomly in the middle of it. And he just basically said, you don't, you can put it down. You don't have to carry this weight. And just him saying that reminded me of how to put it down in this book, right? How I have been putting it down into the book and how we could continue to put it down in the book and not really get wrapped up in the past. And so that really was a huge shift for me. And I put it down, I put it down and I walked away and and I know that, and I hope that my friends are out there who are going through those hard times and they still are to a certain extent, um, know that I love them and care about them and I'm here for them. Um, but I'm not taking on all of it and trying to solve all of their problems. Um, but I'm still able to be there in a, in a way that is different and that I'm trying on myself. And um, yeah, so... That's sort of what has been shifting. And then I just noticed uh, putting it down again has been really starting to detangle myself from the stories. And it's been very freeing also from the expectations uh, from the past outcomes. Because So what I was noticing is, okay, there's a story that I have, this pattern that I have, and there is also an expectation of what I have right now, right? So if I see the pattern coming again, I already go down the rabbit hole of going, oh, this is not going to end well, <laughs> right? I kind of assume that it's just going to play out the way that it always has played out. Oh, I'm going to feel abandoned again, right? And I thought, oh, how about we don't do that, right? How about we drop the expectation, right, of the past experience, 
Um, because I think sometimes we think expectation is, you know, getting something that we do want, but we also have an expectation of getting something that we don't want, right? Just we expect it to happen. Oh, this is this is the card I was, cards I was dealing with, dealt with. Um, so I've been really starting to see a shift from freeing myself from the the past, the expectations of the past outcomes. Um, and then the other thing too, I've been, you know, kind of shifting in this conversation in the book was, uh, asking some questions, right? So being curious if there's, you know, I'm putting things down and going, Hmm, I don't really understand what I'm saying here. Like what's trying to be revealed. That's one of the questions that I ask myself when I put my bullet points down is what is, what is trying to be revealed here? And uh, so asking questions and then if there's anything that shows up, you know, I might put it down um, or I might just sit with it for a little while and come back to it. And the other thing I added, you know, I was speaking with Karina about this too uh, uh, through text because she was, you know, she's also doing this and she was the one who inspired me. And I was noticing, you know, for her, she was getting caught up in a little bit of anxiety because it was like all coming to the surface. And I thought, you know, what we need to do is also add into it to the pattern of gratitude, right? So instead of just focusing on the negative patterns, also put in the acknowledging the patterns we're grateful for, right? Because not all patterns are bad, right? We're here in springtime and we're watching this pattern of growth, right? All the trees are now blooming or getting leaves and turning green and the grass is green. And that's a pattern. That's a cycle. And that is necessary. It is beautiful, just as beautiful as the leaves will turn colors in the fall and fall off the trees and will go into winter and there's, you know, death and then there's rebirth. And, um, so for us to also acknowledge the good patterns too, right? Because I think sometimes when we're doing this kind of self-work, spiritual work, we um, kind of put our head to, you know, head down and like, okay, I'm going to detangle myself and get rid of these patterns and change them and, you know, change the grooves. Uh, but yeah, also acknowledge the good stuff too, right? Um, that is also part of changing the pattern is to have this space for gratitude to fill in those cracks, right? Um, yeah. So I hope that makes sense to you all. Uh, again, if you are a journal writer, this might be a new t way of kind of approaching it, right? So what I've been doing, again, there's no right or wrong, but what I've been doing is sort of just writing at the top of the page, um, you know, what it is. So I have one page, I have expectations. That's my patterns of expectations. And then I have another one called money. And then I have one um, with uh, my mom. <laughs> and then I have one with um, the p pattern of absence and presence, right? Just how I'm interacting with, with these, these things, right? With money, with the feelings of abandonment and, and just going through bullet point by bullet point and writing out, you know, like very matter of fact, just looking at the facts, not writing down the story of what happened. Um, and, uh, and just watching it kind of reveal itself and, and then maybe follow it up at the end of the bullet points if there feels to be a question, right? Um, so again, I asked in one of them, um, what is trying to be revealed? Another one I asked, 
Um, can I simply see a way to receive rather than to self-sabotage it? Right. Cause I was noticing that there was a situation where I was creating a little bit of self-sabotage. So I asked myself, can I just simply receive and not receive and then not try to go for the self-sabotage? Um, yeah. And then also adding in a few of those bullet points at the end of it of gratitude. So that's the new experiment. <laughs> um, and if you haven't done journal writing, maybe try this one out, right? If you feel like, oh, I don't want to sit there and talk about my feelings and my story. Well, this is, I felt like this was the very type A person of me. You know, I have, I have a nice balance of like right and left brain. You know, I think I can write a good document and get my bullet points out for an agenda so I sort of approached this like that instead of my other side where I'm you know getting into the creativity and the thoughts and the feelings and I mean the yes and the stories of it right so it's really just kind of shifting it to like what are the facts um yeah so I'm gonna keep doing it and I will I'll keep reporting back to you all because it's all an experiment you know why not if I'm if I'm learning something maybe you can learn something too from it and uh, yeah <laughs> I was just thinking of how I've been saying that a lot lately I'm just an experiment just just trying stuff out um, yeah and speaking of experiments this podcast is an awesome experiment that I have been enjoying and I hope you have been enjoying too. Uh, we have been, we, I've been doing a lot of interviews this past month and I'm really excited to share them with you. So excited that I'm going to take a bit of a break from sharing the tools and just going from um, one to the next, the next few weeks because I've been alternating a, you know, an interview with a tool, with an interview and I think the next next bit of time we're just gonna go for those interviews and if I have a little something to share I'll put it in intro and outro but um yeah I just I want to get these I want to get people's stories out there and um if something comes up I'll, I'll share it with you but I will be going to Europe in June with Karina and I have we're already planning on just sitting in cafes and talking and recording them so you guys will, you guys might get some interesting podcasts in June and July <laughs> um, as we sit in a cafe or drink a glass of wine so you have that to look forward to and yeah so I'll leave you with that you know go and try your own get your own little decomposition book and start writing out some patterns that you're ready to look at and maybe even start to get rid of and maybe bring in some new patterns of gratitude and uh, let us know how it it sits with you you know um, try try this out and let us know again you can always reach out in the um, it depends on where you're listening but sometimes you can write comments or even rate it I would love to you guys to give us some rates and um, what's it called testimonials at wherever you're watching it or listening to it like iPod um, Apple what's it called Apple podcasts uh, I know that they have an opportunity to do that and you can always go to our website we have a comment section for each podcast you can always do that 
And you can always write, if you're watching this through a social media platform like Instagram and Facebook, you can always go back and write us a comment there. So, you know, keep interacting with us. That's really super helpful just so that we know that, you know, this is all sitting with you all, you're, it's resonating with you and we can continue to give you more of what you want. So yeah, do that. And I think that's it. I think I need to go take a nap <laughs> and, uh, yeah, rest from this past exciting weekend. So yeah, stay tuned again for all of those announcements that I said to you before. Yoga teacher trainings, Belize, Bali. Uh, if they're not on the website by the time you listen to this, they're definitely going to be up by the end of this week. So go and to go check it out at nomadalwaysathome.com. All right. Talk to you soon.